0: Hello, I'm Jeffrey Mishlove and today I'd like to talk about the human aura. It's a topic that's fascinated me ever since I first became exposed to the literature of mysticism. Uh, A great deal of it can be found at the Turn of the 20th century, late 19th, early 20th century, in the Theosophical literature. And in my first book, The Roots of Consciousness, I managed to include a number of color graphic images related to the aura. So you're looking at an image now from around the turn of the century in the Theosophical literature showing the aura as layers of sheaths of different kinds of energy around the human body. And now you can see a picture of, supposedly, of my aura as drawn by a uh, psychic uh, back in the 1970s uh, with an institute called uh, HeartSong. Rick Stevens was the psychic at the time, trained in the tradition of the Berkeley Psychic Institute, where auras are quite important. And Just uh, briefly, I'm going to show you an image of in photography, because at that time, back in the 1970s, in photography was also a hot topic, and it seemed as if it was measuring what psychics see when they see the aura. Now, uh, there's a lot to be said about the human biofield, And At this point, if you look at the upper right of your screen, is a link to the biophysicist Beverly Rubick uh, in a conversation with me about the human biofield. Uh, She still works with Kirlian photography, but it would not be correct in my estimation to equate the human aura with uh, all of these biofield measurements, because Uh, for two reasons. One, because the uh, various psychic readers who look into the human aura are seeing things they claim that are definitely not related to uh, electrical, electronic, and other mysterious, but yet physical measurements of human energy fields. What these psychics claim to see are past lives, spirit guides, and sometimes even insignias of different kinds relating to one's spiritual merit. Now, another interesting thing, there have been only a few scientific studies of the aura, but what uh, they have shown is that different psychics, when they report what they see about an aura, report different things. You can take the same person and put them behind a screen. So, the psychic can't see the body, but the screen is shaped so that if there were an aura around the body, it could be seen. And the psychics describe what they see and uh, in this research, it's shown that virtually every psychic sees it differently. They're not seeing the same thing at all. Now, because of this data, I hypothesized some time ago that what's really going on is what we call synesthesia. synesthesia. Synesthesia is when The mind takes the uh, perceptual input from one sense and displays it in your inner mental sensorium as a display you normally associate with a different sensory system. For example, some people see music and uh, other people might uh, hear colors. It's an unusual quality of the human brain, and if you're getting actual input from extrasensory perception, your mind might display it as well as a visual image in your inner mental sensorium. So, that's where I thought about the issue of auras for many years, but recently I had a video conversation with uh, one of the finest parapsychology researchers alive today, Dr. Edwin May, a physicist who I've known back since the 1970s. and He was in charge uh, for many years of government research uh, sponsored by military intelligence and the CIA into remote viewing. And he reported to me, and it's on this video that I'm linking uh, to this video, and the uh, it's called Correlates of Anomalous Perception, and he expresses his hypothesis based on informal observations of the best remote viewers he has worked with, and actually not just informal, but extensive testing has shown him, so far with a handful of the very best remote viewers, they score high on synesthesia. So, Ed hypothesizes, and hopes to do more research to validate this uh, speculation, that individuals could be tested for synesthesia. That we uh, know how to do. And then, those individuals might also turn out, because of the way their brain is wired, for all we know, uh, they may turn out to be uh, excellent remote viewers and psychic readers, etc., etc. So, that's a little uh, piece of uh, parapsychological speculation, it would be wonderful to come up with some sort of physiological correlates uh, related to remote viewing and psychic functioning. I don't really think we have much except to say when you're relaxed you're a better psychic receiver. When you're aroused you could be a better psychic sender. I think I mentioned that in the last segment of the, this In Presence series, the uh, theory was developed over half a century ago by uh, Andrea Pujaric, a professor of surgery and uh, medicine at New York University. So that's something to think about. Uh, I expect that uh, in the future we will be able to come up with more physiological data related to psychic functioning. And I'll let you ponder that and thank you for being with me.